What's up? This your boy Rinsky. And this your boy Darius, aka Dark Skin D. What are we talking about today, bro? Family, man. Family, family, family. Good old blood family. is not thicker than water. Honestly. Because I got some friends that I could truly call my brothers. If I need anything, I feel like they will be there 100% more than family. And some of these folks give better advice than family. I ain't going to say which uncle, but I got an uncle that contradict everything he say. He'll tell me something about relationships and, oh, don't marry this girl, don't do that. And then just got out of a marriage, still doing the same stuff you don't want me to do. I mean, I ain't going to say names, but, you know, they know who, these people know who they are. Yeah, I know what you mean too, and I, I kind of feel like that that same that same stigma around like it's just as far as being a man. Like you coming up, they tell you, "Oh, a man ain't supposed to cry." Uh, you know, certain values like, "Oh, uh, stand up," shake when you're shaking a man's hand and look him in the eye, and those things. All of those are good, but uh, just certain stuff like. As far as saying that a man ain't supposed to cry. So you basically telling us at a younger age, like, oh, a man ain't supposed to have no feelings or show no emotions. So that's, it is what it is. For sure, for sure. I, I had that, like, growing up, I feel like we can't even have, like, feelings for real. Because if something happened or you crying over a girl, you consider a simp or anything. If you cry or if you show any type of emotions, like if your girl cheat on you and then your friends want to take you out of stuff and you don't want to go out, it's a problem. They're like, man, you over that girl, man. So many other girls in the world, different stuff like that. I've had that happen a couple times to me. I had a whole bunch of stuff happen to me like that where I ain't supposed to cry. Like if you break your leg in front of some girls or something, you're supposed to tough it out until you get to the hospital, cry later. You can't cry right now. And then that's why I think a lot of people that like we have a lot of issues because of that. Because you you sit and, and you holding like it's certain stuff like with me, before I just go all the way off and just get mad, like super mad, I'm I'm kinda chill. I kinda I tend to bottle my feelings in and then once it all like once I done had enough, it just all spill over at once. Everybody looking at me like dang. You know, you you crazy, bro. And I'm just like, no. I try to stay to myself, try to, you know, not bother anybody, try to keep my stuff bottled in because I'm, I don't want anybody like having a conflict with me. I don't, I don't like conflict. I try to avoid it. I mean, I so, had that same problem growing up. Like, I mean, a lot of my friends to this day, they could vouch. Everybody think I'm crazy, different stuff because I was emotional as a younger, as a younger kid, like I used to get into fights all the time. Just I used to react off of emotion. Just if I'm mad, if I'm sad, or different stuff like that. You talk about my mama. I mean, I used to be a hothead in a sense. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, bro. And that's what I'm saying. Like I try to, like now I'm trying to. It's you know I well you don't have kids, but I'm saying as far as like just nephews and. Just any Marcy male kids. person that's under me, younger, you know, I try not to, like, push those same 
they'll push those same stereotypes on them or say, oh, you got to be this way. You got to be that way. And which I know you are. Don't get me wrong. You expect it to be a man. But then I'm trying to redefine what the definition of a man mm-hmm. is, because it's like I'm not saying that, you know, oh, well, I'm not going to tell him, oh, well, you can't cry over this. You know what? It's OK to show emotion. And that's what something that I wish that somebody would have told me when I was coming up to that, man, you're going to go through stuff in life and you sitting and saying that, oh, you can't cry. You you can't, you know, you can't show no emotion. That's, it's, that's really ridiculous because, yeah, I mean, I everybody, you, you are human. I was thinking about that too. I was reading something. I listen to other podcasts all the time. And then they got on the topic of mental health. And if you think about how many people commit suicide a year and what percentage of that is men, that's crazy. But then, like, I can see why because of the stigma everybody have of you can't do this, you can't do that. So when you feel some type of way, you feel like you can't talk about it. Because if you, if you talk about it, you solve. You just really don't know. You really don't know what to do when you're a man as far as anything. You're supposed to be the man of the house, all this other stuff. When stuff go wrong, who you supposed to vent to? Like women, you're supposed to be a protect. I mean, the men's supposed to be a protector and stuff for the women. And when they need somebody to vent to or when they feeling vulnerable in the situation, you're supposed to be the rock. Yeah. You're supposed to be the tough man. But, okay, if you're going through something and you not feeling the toughest, you're not... Thanos when you leave the house that's who you're supposed to be when you leave the house but if you ain't feeling like Thanos you're feeling like Ant-Man or somebody small leaving the house who you supposed to vent to yeah see that's that's the thing a lot of people don't don't have other people to vent to and that's why even with like if I'm going to play basketball with my homeboys or anything like that I try to be that person like to open up that conversation like hey bro like you straight, everything good, and it's it's just little stuff like that that would help. Cause sometimes, like you don't really know. Sometimes you be needing that. You need somebody to just hey, you straight, you ate today. You know, even though but that's something as simple as just having something to eat for that day. Like just checking on checking on people, and then that's why I said too. Like I'm I'm glad. I'm glad we are as close as we are. Like me, I'm speaking about me and my brothers. I'm glad that we're as close as we are because, I mean, I feel like I can come to come to either one of my brothers and ask anything, and ask about uh, anything, or ask if I need money or whatever. I feel like I can come to them, and hopefully they feel the same way that they can, you know, come to me and vent or, you know. Whatever. So, yeah. I mean, not to get off topic, but another thing I was thinking about is how I just always feel like I'm like left out of stuff because I'm not with the sheeple thing. What I've realized is I ain't trying to, you know, drag people or whatever. You like what you like. But at the same time, I've been seeing that everybody likes the same thing. Like if one person wears a certain type of shoe and they say it's cool, or they, they got some type of status behind them. Everybody going to buy them same type of shoes. Just nobody got their own style. And I feel like I stuck out because different stuff that I wear. 
Oh yeah, and since since we on the topic of that, because this the this the brother right here that just will go and you know outside the box, just so try anything. First thing that come, the first thing that um the first thing that come to his mind, he gonna do it. Like me, I'm kind of I might think about something and be like, you know what, I'm gonna do that. Then I, after a while of thinking about, it, I'm like, nah. Maybe I, no, I'm not going to do that. But that's one thing that I wish that I had, like you, to, to be able to just, to just jump out and do it. Because we're going we gonna to talk about this, this mini house thing. Uh, what What's it called? What's it, what's it's it called? a tiny home. Yeah. Tiny home, yeah. And really, I think that's a cool idea. I wish that it was something that I could have thought of and did. But that, I mean, that's a cool that's a cool little idea, and then you doing everything on your own. But like, what what made you come up with that idea, or, or was thinking about that? Honestly, I've seen like I be on Pinterest, and I look at a lot of different unique stuff. Like I'm a unique person, so I like to do stuff that everybody ain't doing. Because a lot of the stuff that I do, people consider white people stuff, and I'd be like, I don't see how we could put something to a certain type of people. Cause just like golf before Tiger Woods was in there, you consider that a white person sport, but then black people playing it. It's a dude on TikTok who hit a golf ball the farthest with one hand. That's just something he do. I don't know why people always put us in a box. Like it ain't black people stuff, but anything outside of the norm is considered white people stuff. If you can swim, you can <laughs> swim good. I've been diving, doing stuff like that for years. Everybody like, oh, but that's white people stuff. How does white people stuff? So if something happened, if we on a boat and then it go down, you're going to be like, oh, well, I'm just going to drown. I ain't going to swim because that white people stuff. White people do all the swimming. Yeah. That don't make no kind of sense. <clears throat> it don't. And then I hate, sometimes I hate that we do that. We put like, oh, well, no, we ain't going to do that. We we black. We can't do that. And there's certain stuff I just be like, man, you know what? That don't even really make sense. But you just saying it because somebody else done said that before. And you just go on with it. And most of people just go with the flow, don't even know really what they want to do, like you were saying, but they don't even really know yeah, that's how to be meaning. themselves. I was meaning like, you know, people be like, you can go into a place neither one of us ever ate at. But this is how most people I've seen go to a place that nobody ate at before. They be like, ugh, I don't like this because how it looked. Oh, this look nasty. Or it looked like that. So now everybody ain't eating it. This might be your favorite dish. You ain't never had it before. But just because somebody else looked at it and said it's nasty, now you turning your nose up too. And you don't even know. You don't even know what it is. You ain't never tasted it. That's how I am. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like, what if? That's why I always do the first thing that comes to my mind. Because somebody else be like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't like that. I mean, that may not be for you. But I ain't tried it, so I don't know if it's for me or not. But when I try it, I can be like, all right, that's that that ain't for me. That ain't for me. But most of the time I try stuff that other people ain't doing, and then it's just like, hey man, I kinda like this. Even though it may be labeled as white people stuff, like diving, doing stuff like that. I just like doing stuff. I do the you only live once, the YOLO. Yeah. But I don't I don't take it as far as just doing crazy stuff, risking my life trying to die or whatever, but as far as trying stuff, that's how I feel. You only live once. And see, that's the thing with me. Like, um, I be worried too much about what <coughs> other people think about me. And like, you know, this doing this podcast thing, this is 
out of my comfort zone. The people that know me know that I ain't, I'm not comfortable doing anything like this, but it was just so natural because I, I always, when I'm with my, when I'm with my family, I, you know, I'm, I'm the funny person. We all joke around, laugh and stuff. And I'm just like, man, so why can't we, why can't we do that? And then put it on this podcast and shout out to Tyson Smith. He, um, he kind of put me on to it, told me about it and was like, yeah, man, something that, you know, you should do. And I'm like, well, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I've been talking to him, telling him, look, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I kept procrastinating, kept procrastinating. Then I finally was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And I mean, it's it, it's definitely out of my comfort zone. But like I said, I'm just trying to do it. I'm going to feel my way around it and just get better and better every time we get on here. So, yeah. I was thinking about that because we always have like deep conversations. It's just never recorded. And that sometimes I'd be like, man, somebody else needed to hear that. But back to doing stuff because I always do stuff because I don't want to regret nothing. And oh, part yeah. of that started in high school because I remember my basketball coach, Coach Steele, he used to tell everybody when we used to be in the locker room, he used to be like, Oh, if, when y'all don't go hard and stuff like that, y'all going to regret the little things when you're in high school. He said, you're going to regret that and want to go back and do things different. And so I took that to heart. Everything from life from then on out, I was just like, man, I'm going to just do this. I don't want to regret nothing. I don't want to look back. Man, I should have did this. I should have did that. I'm just going to try. So when I look back now, it's just like. Well, I did it. I might not like this, or I might not like that, but I did it. Some of the stuff, I'd be like, man, I'm glad I did that. People remember me for that. Even though it was different from what everybody else was doing, I'm like, man, I'm getting remembered for that. Yeah. Still to this day. Injuries and all. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, yeah. That's back to the, man, the high school days. I remember that, man. You know how many people we was in high school with and man I don't know about y'all but when I was in high school man I wouldn't really I ain't really I wouldn't really like own the girls like that I just kind of stayed to myself you know I may have talked to like one or two but remember them uh them high school relationships you thinking that person thinking in high school you gonna be with that person forever and I'm like man okay yeah this person yeah, we good. We getting along. This gonna work. This gonna be us forever. And then you get out of school <laughs> and stuff start to change. And it's <laughs> it's a whole different dynamic out there. Cause once you get out in the real world, the the world throw a bunch of different stuff at you. And then you trying to, you know, put all of that, you know, do what you gotta do, and put all of that into this relationship with this person. Sometimes it don't always work out the best. But I do know some people from high school that are still together. And that's cool. But I'm just saying, it was some time that I thought that I was going to be I was gonna be in some relationships forever. And nah, it didn't happen like I that. I just feel like it's real filtered. Like, when you're in high school, you don't see all the capabilities of different stuff. You just see who around you, who at your school and... You, you just see who school, like you. Yeah, that's it. Pretty much whoever like you at your school, you just, that's just all you see. Yeah. But as soon as you get out and start going to college, like high school, let's say y'all got 2,000 people at your high school or something. 
that might be a lot. You know, just say a thousand girls, a thousand boys. That's that's a lot. When you go to some of these colleges, it'd be 20,000 different girls, different races that you ain't never seen before. Because some people like, you know, oh, I wouldn't date this type of person. I wouldn't date that type of person because what they seen in high school. Then you go see that same type of person outside of high school, but they just carry themselves different or they wear their hair different and they change your whole perspective. Yeah. I feel like that's where the cheating come in, for real. I ain't even gonna lie. You be with one person, and then you be like, oh, yeah, I like this. I like that. Because I feel like you settled. Because some relationship, no offense to none of the girls I done dated, but I feel like I was just with you because, I mean, you like me, I like you, and it looked good for high school. Like yeah. a celebrity, you know. You got to get the cele- You got to date the cheerleader or different stuff like that. Then you get out, you be like, man, this girl. Dumb. She ain't even. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, once you get out of high school, your values start to change. You start looking at a lot of stuff differently because then, let's say, you you got an apartment. You let your girl come over. Now this could make or break you because you seeing now you she coming over more. You starting to see the habits of certain things. Let's say like. You know, you used to be in there by yourself and stuff, but let's say you clean, you, I ain't going to say you, uh, most dudes ain't super clean, but I'm just going to say you, you keep your stuff neat. So, you know, she come over, she may not be as neat. So then you're going to get tired of, you know, saying something to her about that or cleaning up after her. So then that's when that's going to be the number one issue right there. (coughs) And, but honestly, Honestly, I will say this. I feel like, and I know what the Bible say and all of that, but I honestly feel like to before you get married to somebody, you got to be able to live with them first because you see, like I said, you see all of those habits. You know it's going to be some, it's going to always be some stuff that you like and some stuff that you dislike, but I'm saying, you, you yeah. know, yeah. you know exactly, you know exactly what it is so you seeing this person, so you know what they do good. And if it's something that you can handle, you like, okay, well, she she cooked, she, you know, she helped me clean up around the house and even offer to help pay some bills. Like, okay, this is cool. But then on the other hand, you can get somebody that ain't doing none of that and just stressing you out, getting on your nerves and stuff, then you know I take it back to cars, but honestly. When you go to a dealership, I think of it like this. When you go to a dealership to buy a car, just because it got, it's pretty, got a nice paint job, different stuff like that, you just going to take the car. They ain't crunk it up for you. You ain't got it in it. You ain't got to feel the leather on the inside. None of that. You just going to be like, yeah, I want this car. I'm just going to drive off with this car. You don't know what underlying issues this car got. You ain't heard it run or nothing. But not to bring it to sex, but I think about that sometimes. Because people be like, oh, well, I want a girl that's like this. I ain't been with nobody, nothing like that. And I'm going to just wait till I'm married. And then you wait till you're married, and then it's trash. You're going to be able to live with that for the rest of your life? I mean, the see, that's what sex is a, a big part of it for a lot of relationships, though. So that's yeah. what I mean. That's why I say I think of it like cars. Now, I don't know nobody on this planet that's going to go to a car dealership, or just say a used car dealership. You're going to go to a used car dealership, look at the nicest car out there, 
You're not going to open the door, sit in it. You're not going to, you're just going to look at it. Oh, yeah, that car black. I like black. So I'm going to just go ahead and buy this. How much you want this car for? All right, cool. I'm going to just buy it. And then you try to drive it. It need an alignment, the brakes scrubbing. It got 400,000 miles on it. <laughs> need an oil change. No, man, you, need to, you need to look at all of that before you try to buy the car. Because exactly. then let's say they charge you new car prices for that. You paying 30000 40000 for this car. Don't even, you know, you don't even know what comes with the car. You just like how it looks. But then once you actually get the car, now you mad. You, hey, no, man, you done sold me a car overpriced. Yeah. That's why I say you got to look at it, test drive it. If if it's something you don't want or something you can't deal with, it's red flags at the beginning of every relationship, I feel. But it's what, it you, can de- what you can deal with. Because some people be like, red flags. I mean, some people, just because they look good, you be dodging them red flags. Like, man. I could deal with that. Look at the booty. Look at this. Look at that. I could deal with that. But then after you don't deal with the punch for a while, you like, man, I can't do nothing with this, man. Yeah, because I mean, it look good to everybody else, but it ain't. We don't. We ain't compatible. It ain't something for me. Because sometimes it's it it take more than just that. And I mean, yeah, it's good to look good, but I'm saying it's gonna take more than that. Because really, me, I know most people they in the relationship they. When they in a relationship, they say, oh, well, this relationship got to be 50-50. No, I ain't with that 50-50 stuff. We're going to be 100-100. I'm giving all of me. You giving all of you. And if I feel like that it's, um, if I feel like one side is less than the other, then we're going to have an issue. Or we're going to have to sit down and have that conversation. Like, man, okay, look, this is how I feel about such and such. And so what we going to do? To work it out. And like I said, I'm not one of the ones that's going to be like my way or the highway. But we are going to have to sit down and have those conversations. And then that that go to the next thing. Communication. I feel like that's super important in a relationship. For you sure, got to be able sure. to communicate with each other. Like if you can't communicate with your partner or in some kind of way, y'all going to have to be able to communicate. It may not be the way other like it may not be the way other couples communicate but as long as y'all get an understanding you might come in the house look at him give him a head nod and walk off and he know what that means if that's y'all way of communicating then that's fine y'all do you but i'm saying me i gotta sit down i gotta talk to you and it ain't gotta be a whole bunch of yelling screaming but at the at the end I want to make sure that you understand me. You want to make sure that I understand you. But I'm, you know, I'm not trying to. And most times you got to try to try to understand the other person too. So you got to try to understand where they're coming from, and you know, sympathize with how they feel, and them do the same with you for it to be effective to me. That's what I feel like. For it to be effective, you got to be able to do those things. No, oh, but I feel like a lot of stuff. In relationships don't work or different stuff. People have different perspectives from outside influences. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I ain't trying you. to knock on nobody, but I know a lot of relationships that done just got messed up because outside people are, oh, well, my boyfriend was doing this, so it meant this. And it don't even be the same situation. They're two different people. 
And another thing, I feel like how people was brought up too. Because I'd have been some places where, let's say, I ain't even going. I'm a, Okay, I'm talking to a girl of my color, a black girl. I'd have been in a certain situation where I went over. You know, we eat at the mom house or whatever. And the mom like, oh, he a good dude because he get up and washes, you know, throw away stuff. He washes on plates. She looking at me like, yeah, he a good dude. He a good dude. But on the other hand, I done dated Hispanics where you go over their house and then you eat and you try to put up your plate. And they mama almost beat them up because they supposed to fix your plate. They supposed to wash it and all that other stuff. And if they see you doing that, they get mad. But, but it's just how they raise. It's their culture. So I done yeah. seen... I done seen both sides of that, outside influences. I'm not saying it's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying I've seen both sides of it, and I could see how that could be a big influence. Yeah, I thought you was meaning like like they have, you know, let's say you and your girl having some issues. She go to her girlfriend and tell her girlfriend everything that's going on, and the girlfriend like, you need to leave him. You need to be that done too, with him. That too. That's you what need I'm to saying. be done with him. Kinda, this, and then it can be kind of influence. Period. That's what I was meaning. And then, bro, it go back to communication because really, it could be something simple that could be fixed. But then you got this friend that's telling you, "Oh, you know what? You need to leave him. You need to leave him over that whole time." <laughs> she really trying to get with him behind your back, but that's another story. But I'm saying that communication, if if y'all were to sit down and have that conversation, whatever the issue y'all had could probably be fixed, but then you don't went to your, your homegirl now and your homegirl telling you, oh no, you need to be done with him. Yeah, I and you that. thinking that you and you thinking that you done, you like, okay, well I'm done. And then you realize later down the road, like, man, I could have went, I could have went about that differently. But then it's too late to buddy probably done moved on. I mean This what I don't get though, because I was in a a four-year relationship with somebody. I ain't gonna say her name, but she had a friend that literally couldn't keep a man for more than six months. But I'm talking about she was relationship guru. She knew everything you're supposed to do to keep a man and different stuff, but you can't keep one. That's what I didn't understand. I'm like, how you gonna put your input on this four-year relationship, how to fix stuff? We've been doing just fine without you. And then you come in the picture and then you like, Oh, no, if he doing this, you need to do this, you need to do that. But you wanting to be in a relationship so bad, but you're not willing to sacrifice or like when y'all break up, you want the dude to change. He got to do this. He got to do that. I feel like it should be a team thing. Both of y'all need to work on stuff. Yep. And it's all if you in the if you in a relationship and you want it to last a long time, you got to realize that both of y'all are going to have to learn. Both of y'all are going to have to grow. If that's who you really want to be with, then y'all gonna have to, you gonna have to figure out what your partner like. Oh, what's his, what's his or her trigger words? What's, cause it's certain stuff. Now we all raise differently, and we all come up and have our own perception of what we feel like, what we feel like our love should look like. Oh, so if it if it's not matching up with what we have in our head. The whole thing, if it's not matching up, then of course it's gonna be some it's gonna be some issues there. Or it could be like let's say I'm gonna just use this as an example. This a random girl, I'm gonna just say. So Cindy, hope it ain't nobody named Cindy listening, but Cindy, um, 
you know, her parents, they argued and the um the dad told her mom to shut up a lot. So she like, I'm not in her head, she like, when I fall in love, this my my partner is not gonna I'm not going to let my partner talk to me not like that. I'm not going to let my partner tell me to shut up. So then when she get in a relationship, y'all get into a heated argument. You say, shut up. Oh, that's automatically a trigger word. So she, she leaving, like she, she packing up her stuff. She like, I'm done. I'm done. Which, like I said, it's something, something simple like that, that could be, that could be fixed or prevented. But then that go back to, the root of it, like communication, just trying to, even when this, even when it's getting heated, you know, you still try to uh, de-escalate the situation, calm down, sit down, and have those conversations. That's some things that I'm having to learn how to do because me, once I get, once I get mad, once I get to that certain point, my first thing, you know what, I'm gonna say what I gotta say and I'm gonna leave. And sometimes that's not the best situation because you say what you got to say and you're leaving and then really you're not really coming to a resolution. So it ended up it ended up being when you come back to that. So now all of them questions that you just left and all of the argument that you just left, it could be a different day and it's still going to come back up. If it don't come back up right then, I guarantee you it's going to come back up somewhere down the line. Yeah. She's going to be like, baby, you remember when you said this to me? Why would you say that? So it's better to just go ahead and sit down and have that conversation and get all that out the way. Yeah, that's what I had to start doing because I was, I was bad about that. I say what I say. If they come bad, well, I try to get on. I'm going to say what I say and get out the way so I ain't got to hit you. Oh yeah, we do. I, I do I, that too. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna lie. I done done some petty stuff before. Like we be texting. You know when you done been angry texting. Everybody texting each other books. <laughs> oh, I yeah. text you a book and block you, so I can't even see what you say back. Just hmm. petty. Then once I see you in person, I gotta hear that same conversation. Didn't we talk about this? Knowing good and well, I ain't even talked to you. I, I said <laughs> what I had to say. I made sure you seen that. Make sure I see that it was red. Yeah. And then I go ahead and block you. I don't need to hear what you got to say. I already know what's coming. Well, so I thought. But yeah. I to get better at communicating. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come up somewhere uh, somewhere down the road. And I got a question too, bro. Do you think, do you think that uh, social media can make or break a relationship? Because I know a lot of people, they'll, they argue about social media. And they'll say that certain, you know... Uh, you, if you liking certain pictures or you friends with certain people, that that right there, yeah, that's I, social I media. That. I, you gotta be so, a strong. You gotta be a strong somebody for your girl to be like a social media influencer. Cause I be seeing some of them like their job is to post like they single, like they have a man, but some of the stuff they post is dudes lusting over it, commenting, crazy stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, that's what come with it. But then I, then again, I go. I'm gonna to, be in the background with my pinky in there or something, hey, bro. I'm in the picture. I don't care what you, what you, what y'all looking at her. Yeah, I know her booty nice, but get what? That my pinky on it. Now, yep, see, I'm gonna be I right never there. Understand that about people who get with attractive women. I had to learn that too. When you get with an attractive woman, you get mad because people trying to holler at her, trying to talk to her. 
I've learned it's whatever she do with that. You know, of course she's going to get attention. How you think you like it? Yeah. Same thing when True. you walk by, I'm like, dang, but look at this or that. You somebody know, else knows. Somebody else looking at it. So I had to learn and be like, man, look, I've just got to trust, trust in her not to do nothing with that. So that's why social media, it used to be like, that used to be a big thing for me because because of my insecurity. Because I used to see stuff that dudes posting or they'd be like, I'm talking about she'll say she like buff dudes and different stuff like that. And I mean, I'm tall, but I ain't all that. I ain't all that built. And then it'll be somebody under under her picture that's exactly what she looking for in a man. Like when we first started dating, you know, you ask that oh, question. Yeah. You like, hey man, like what what exactly yeah. you liking? Like what's your dream dude? And then they describe their dream dude, and that's who under yeah. their comments you like. I know she feeling some type of way. That's her dream dude. Yep. So that used to make me my insecurities used to make me feel some type of way. And try to control that. Be like, man, you can't, you can't do this, or you shouldn't post this, you shouldn't post that. But then that's when the friends come back in. How you gonna try to control her life and different stuff like that? Yep, it's it's always them friends that that come in. I feel like it's just certain stuff you shouldn't do, though, honestly. And I I feel like if you are in a relationship, it's certain stuff that you. Do not. I mean, like, my opinion on it, you can have a social media, but then there's certain stuff that you're not going to do because the certain stuff that you do can embarrass your partner. And that, this is, like I said, this is something that I had to learn because there's certain stuff, even in an argument or something, when you get in an argument with your partner, do not, I'm telling you from experience, do not get on social media and go and just be on it like you know you're in a relationship and you've been you've been skipping past that one that one girl that you you think she look good but you know you're in a relationship so you like you know what I ain't even gonna like her stuff I'm not you know I see her but I'm not gonna do all of that because that's gonna be I'm gonna be doing too much but then you know y'all get into an argument and you like you know what man Forget it. I'm finna go find all the Instagram models I can find, and I'm finna just go through and like, 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 like all this stuff. Hearts on all this stuff. You you can't do that when, especially when you get mad, and especially if it's something that a relationship that you consider to last a long time or you want to last a long man. time. That right there, man. Girls putting dudes on blast nowadays, but I, I can't even tell you how many times I've been on Facebook and I see people. You know that I know in a relationship, or they got they single on Facebook, but in a relationship in the real world. And then I see they DMs and stuff. This girl like, oh, he be texting me all the time, just putting him on blast. That's why I'm not too big on the on the DM jumping. Like if I see a girl, I rather I much rather see you in person. Cause if a girl ain't feeling you at all, it ain't even got to be that type of. You didn't even have to jump into the. Dealing with that type of energy. Some girls just put you on blast because they, you know, they like that kind of stuff. Like you come in the DM just trying to have a conversation or something like that. And they're like, who is this dude? Uh, you know, who man is this all in my DM? Just making a big scene about it, posting it. So I ain't never want to be like that. I mean, I still from time to time, you know, I, I get in the DM and send a message. But I don't, I don't get too crazy nowadays because. That screenshot gets sent to and everybody. Bro, something else, bro. Why? 
why is it that when you, if you're in a relationship with somebody, let's say you post your significant other with you on there. Now, these people see that you together, but why all the homies and everybody else want to go and try to um, add her as a friend or try to like her pictures? Why do they always happen like that? It's like, bro, you see she in this picture. I put this picture up of me and her. It's me and her. Y'all know we together. The caption, we we the caption right here, we in love. You see all that. You see that. But then you get your homeboy <coughs> sending a friend request and all of that stuff. Do you think do you think it's it's um it should be boundaries between that or is it is it like an unwritten rule? Yeah, definitely. Cause, definitely. Because that's how I feel. Like if I if I know and this is just me. If I know my homeboy with this girl right here, I'm not finna go. I'm not finna be on there going and liking all her pictures and exactly. and doing exactly doing all of that that stuff just because I'm not that type of person. I ain't even finna try to do that. The type of person I am. If you ever texted my homeboy, y'all was kind of talking. I don't care if it was a week, a month, two minutes, a second. If you like my homeboy. Don't try to come talk to me. That ain't happening. That is not happening. I, I don't know. Everybody else don't go by that type of rule. I know because I done had some homeboys to be like, man, your ex was, you know, she kind of messaged me. Like, what you, what I'm supposed to say? I mean, yeah, I'm not with her, but at the same time. It's a respect yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a respect know. thing. Anybody you don't ever talk to or, man, they off limits. I don't care if they come in my DM. I'm like, hey, hey. But old girl tripping. And I tell them that too. Like, man, you jumping in my DM after you don't talk to my brother or my homeboy. I call everybody bro. So Yeah. But bro, um, so what was it? Saturday we had the the Halloween party. That was Saturday, yeah, right? Yeah, that was Saturday. Man, so we had a little a good time. We had a whole bunch of the family there. <laughs> And it was just, it was good to have that because we, I don't think we done got together like that with just all oh, family no, no. in a while. It's been a good minute, but I'm telling you, man, it was music and we just, we just had a good time, man. So what was your, what was your favorite part about that night? Like from really? the Halloween well, we party? We doing the electric slide, bro. Man, I had some people supposed to go to that party, bro. No, I don't understand why people can't just be honest from the jump. I mean, I ain't mad the thing go because man, I had my, I had fun doing the electric slide, spending time with family. But at the same time, just on some friend level stuff, I had some people that was just like, okay, I'm gonna pull up, and then two days after, they're like, oh well, I had something to do, man. If you had something to do, you could have told me. I'm not gonna be mad if you busy. That's like somebody going to work. I'd be like, man, let's hang out Saturday. And then I'd be like, oh man, I got work. Man, you always working, right? And see what? Well, that's a that's a character thing. That's a character thing. I feel because you. That's just um, that's just a respect because when you let's say you miss work, when you missing work, you gonna let your boss know. You gonna let your boss know on that day when if you gonna miss that day or miss work, you gonna say, oh well, I'm not coming in or whatever. But then when you get out and talking to other people, and 
You act like you can't text. I mean, well, that's what I do. Because I know with some people that probably do no call, no show. But, yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, saying man, I ain't doing if it. If y'all friends, because some people, I'm talking about, they consider you brothers. Y'all done been friends for 10 plus years and grew up together and stuff like that. And they still feel like they got to lie to you. I'm like, bro, you could have just said, I don't want to come. Yeah. I mean, I would have took, I can take that better than, you know, two days later trying to, Figure something out, pretty much to tell me, to pretty much cover up the fact that you didn't come. Like I ain't tripping. I wasn't tripping if nobody didn't come, cause boy, I, I was having a good old time. We had karaoke and stuff. We need to do that again. Yeah, just, my favorite, my favorite part of the night would have to be, um, probably yeah, when we was dancing in the kitchen. But really, just getting, just seeing. Just seeing my whole family, just going around, hanging with everybody. That was probably the best part. Just getting to talk to everybody, catching up on life, you know, with COVID and everything. We, You know, we see the world was kind of, it's been, everything been kind of crazy. But, I mean, it was still good to get together, talk to family, and see, you know, just celebrate. Really just having fun together, realizing that we're alive. Thank God for that. We, you know, we, we. Got to get together for uh, an event that was kind of, it was planned, but really wasn't expecting it to be like that. But it was all good. It was it was fun, a lot of fun. The kids running around eating candy, jumping off the walls. But, you know, they <laughs> was having fun. All the adults, you know, drinking, having, um, having conversations with each other, dancing to the music. That's probably what it was, that. The alcohol yeah, that got everybody alcohol loose. Touched, yeah, alcohol touched some people's spirits that night. I know. And all them shots, everybody was man. It was just shot after shot. They could sing. Oh my and goodness! All that stuff was on camera. So when they saw that, who let me get up there and sing like that? You yep. let yourself get up there. Yep. Ain't nobody put. Ain't nobody uh, put you up there. Man, speaking of COVID, man, it was a lot of opportunities. Like I was like podcasts and different stuff like that, man. It was something I was reading that was like, it was like 10,000. No, I think 10 million. They were saying like 10 million podcasts, not actual people doing it, but it was like, it was 10 million podcasts around that time. Like shows and different stuff. I was like, but it's a lot of, it opened up, it closed a lot of stuff, but COVID actually opened up a lot of doors for people because some people got rich during that time because now people... They stuck at home. Well, not now, but then they were stuck at home, wanting something to do. So, you know, go on YouTube. People who was on YouTube, TikTok. TikTok blew up over over when COVID was happening. Well, COVID's still happening, but yeah. when it was at its worst, man, all social media and stuff, man, shout out to y'all, man. They was making all kinds of money. Yeah, but see, that's the that's really... That's really what it's all about. Cause if you really a true hustler and you really ambitious, it don't matter what happened, you're gonna find a way to make you some money. And that's what I think people was just doing. They were just finding different ways to make money. Hell, everybody was sitting at home. So they like, okay, everybody's sitting at home. You got your phone, you got the TV, you got uh laptop, you got all of this stuff. And so these people like, okay, they're gonna see me. And the people that was posting videos and funny stuff and doing dances and stuff, 
a lot of them people that made it uh, that are still doing it is because they were consistent with it. They stay consistent with it. And that's the plan with this this podcast too. We just just stay consistent with it, just having conversations like we're doing now. Just yeah. But you know, just that consistency is what I see that have people last when they're doing it. And like I said, we really I'm well, I'm really an amateur at this, but like I said, it's it's fun. Like I said, we just having conversations. And it's all good. That's one thing, man. I know that's the only reason I was thinking about like agreeing to do this because I was like, some of this stuff I've been seeing people like that's famous off of. I don't know if they prepping. I don't know what they do, but I'm like, this is like day to day stuff for us. When all the brothers together or all the friends, we be talking, having good conversations, and some of the stuff just be funny, just for no reason. I'd be like, man, people making money off of. What I do in real life, just day to day, not trying. Like at work, coworkers, be cracking mm-hmm. jokes with your coworkers and different stuff. I'd be like, man, if it was a camera following me or following us all day, every day, I'm like, man, we can make some money doing that or be famous. I mean, because this kind of stuff I could do for free because it's already what I do. I talk to everybody. So talking, ain't, it ain't that hard. And, you know, we, we talking about uh, family and stuff. You know, it's November now. It's November now. So we got, you know, we got the um, Thanksgiving coming up, Christmas. That's a lot of time to be around the family. But something in uh, Hall County that we all have that we look forward to, it's a big uh, basketball tournament. It's called Lanilland. And uh, I said Tyson Smith. But I forgot to tell y'all his podcast is Hall County Sports Times. If y'all want to check that out, I mean, it's some good content about the, the football season. That I mean, I think football season over with now, but got a lot of stuff about the games and done some interviews with some coaches and stuff. So, yeah, y'all go check that out. But, um, yeah, Lanierland, it's, it's a big tournament that we have in um, northeast Georgia. And um, it's really people come from all around. It's really the Hall County schools, but people come from all over the place just to watch them, watch these teams play. And the gym is normally packed. But yeah, um, I played varsity three years, and that um, Lanierland experience is really like nothing else. I mean, you in the gym, you. When you get on that court and the gym is packed out and the coaches are trying to yell plays to you, you can you can't even hear because the fans are they're going crazy, and then you oh, never know what's fans. gonna happen. You either you either rise to the occasion and do what you're supposed to do, or you either get ran over because it's no joke. But yeah, I got some good memories from from the near lane. Me too, man. I feel like I was slept on in Lanier Lane. Because, I mean, the year prior, we had, well, the year prior to my senior year, we had won it my junior year. But I didn't have really no put in in that. All I was, I was a cheerleader. I didn't play at all <laughs> in the tough games. So I was like, man, I feel like I was slept on. Because literally, one of my old coaches, he was my coach like my sophomore year. He was saying my senior year that we wouldn't be able to do it because I didn't have no experience in that 
in that type of situation. But I was like, man, I still got the dog in me. I just, that's why I said I felt like I was slept on. Because I was like, man, I know I can do what everybody else doing. It's just, I feel like I wasn't getting the opportunity. Plus, it's another thing. I couldn't stay healthy. I, I need to stay healthy. I'm always breaking something, different stuff like that. But as far as my game, I feel like I always could play. But yeah, bro, I remember my my very first time playing in Lanier Land. And I remember coming in the gym and walking around the corner and just seeing, like, you know, we got to go. We at the game, I don't know what time. I think it might have been like seven or something, but there's teams playing all throughout the day. So, um, so we getting ready for the game. Well, we coming down the steps. I'm seeing all these people in the crowd. I mean, there's literally nowhere to sit. And if you get up and go to the concession stand, your seat probably going to be taken when you get back. You know, probably. It's gone. But, um, yeah, so, you know, we get into the locker room and stuff. Coach keep asking me, you ready? You ready? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm not really, I'm not really too nervous about playing or anything. But... I mean, it was probably five minutes before we actually had to go out and play. I started getting nervous, hands sweating. I'm just like, man, am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to um, play in this big tournament? Because I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be one of the ones that can't rise to the occasion. And then I'm like, I don't want to be the one to let my team down either. But then, you know, I felt like I was good, so I had to like I had to pep myself up. I'm like, man, you got, nah, bro, you can do this. You, you know, you've been doing this. Yeah, it's a mindset thing. Yeah, so I had to pep myself up. Like, man, you got this, bro. It's just like every other game. Yeah, it's a it's more people here, but it's just like any other game that you don't play in. You don't had good games. You don't had bad games. So you can't worry about that. You just go out here and do what you can do. Show what you can do. And if you leave it all on the floor, you ain't got nothing to worry about. So I went out there. You know, we warming up. I'm still a little nervous. But in my head, I'm like, man, you got this. You got this. I'm still trying to pep myself up. But as soon as that uh, jump ball went up, everything went out the window. All the, all the nerves, all the jitters, that went out the window. And it was time to play it in. So, yeah. Yeah, that's how I used to do. I used to put a target on my own back. I used to just go ahead and like pretty much pump myself up. Like, bro, you you here for a reason. Like, you supposed to be here. Then I used to just make not real beefs, but in my head to get me pepped up. I'm a real competitive person. So if I'm already feeling like somebody feeling some type of way about me, I'm one of them people I always say, oh, I'm from the show me state. So that's how I hype myself up. Other team, they don't even know what be going on. But I'd be like, yeah, buddy think he going to stop me today or he think he going to do this today. So I just have a different mindset when I go into the game. That's what helped me really without being helping me not be nervous and different stuff like that. And I don't really know exactly when it's played. I, I think it's in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, but I'm not sure. But I'll be, I'll be finding out and uh, just trying to – Cause I, I may go and I check out some games and see who's playing. Cause I don't really even know who's playing now. I've been out of school so long. I and 
it's been a while since I've been <clears throat> to the tournament, especially with COVID and everything. So I'm I'm looking forward to getting back to going to that and hopefully like um I have daughters, so I'm like hopefully at least one of them wanna try they see me play basketball a lot just at the gym or uh in men's league. Shout out the Gainesville Hoop League too. That's man, that's one of the toughest the toughest men's league men league that I done played in. But um but yeah, just doing that stuff, my daughters, they've seen me play in those settings, so I'm like, well, maybe they'll want to try it out. But you know, I ain't gonna I'm not gonna force it on them. But yeah, back to Lanier Land. Those games. So my one of my highlights from Lanier Land, this is my sophomore year, my very first time playing in a Lanier Land. And basically we getting blew out. We playing North Hall, we getting beat bad. I mean, it's, I think it's probably 20, we was probably down by like 25. And probably like, I say, I don't know the score exactly, but we was down by a lot by halftime. And so we come out after half and we trying to, we trying to uh, figure out what we going to do. But, me, I, I'm still got in my, like, I got that don't quit attitude. So I'm like, man, hey, I don't care what the scores say. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to give it everything that I got. So this play happened. I'm, so we, I don't, I don't remember what defense we was in. I think we might have been in uh, two, three. I was in the wrong spot. I wasn't even where I was supposed to be. But we ended up getting a steal. And somehow the ball ended up ended up in my hands. So I get the ball and I'm dribbling down the court. I see one person in front of me and my head, I'm thinking, this is your chance. You gotta make a statement. You because you're already losing. But in my head, I'm like, we already losing. We know we done lost this game, but I'm going to let people know not to sleep on my team. So I'm running down the court. It's one guy down the court. And I ain't going to say his name, even though I know it. He, he, <laughs> look, he He's down the court. And he kind of confused. He looking like, he like, should I take a charge? Should I jump? But while he's trying to figure <laughs> all of this stuff out, I'm already, I already jumped. I got the ball in one hand, one foot. I jump and I dunk on him. And it it was the gym went crazy. The fans coming out of the stands onto the court. I'm jumping around. They coach just call a timeout. I heard they lost the video to that. Yeah, that's what that's what they say. Dan lose the video. So I said I heard it's a lot of videos they got, but. I'd be wishing I just want to go back and watch film sometime on some of the old games and just get back in that mindset. We only got 60 minutes of video. But um But yeah, um I mean I guess we can record another video, okay? Because it says 60 minutes. I'm just gonna oh, look at the All right, well.
one little segment that I wanted to do is um the song of the week. And so my song of the week this week is All Candy by one of my favorite uh one of my favorite artists. I actually got a um I actually got to go to a concert of his with Big Crit. It's called All Candy. Y'all mm-hmm. go check that out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. We'll we'll pick up on the Lanier Land conversation the next time we get on. But I enjoyed talking. We had some good conversation today. Talked about a lot of stuff. But you got anything you want to say, bro? No, man. I enjoyed the conversation. Can't wait to have another conversation. This king's in the cut. Yes, yes, sir.